the new Catholic Voices of Chicagoland on 88.5 FM, WSFI Antioch, and 7.50 AM, WNDZ, Portage, Indiana, Chicago. The newest voice for the March for Life Chicago. In October, Illinois repealed the Parental Notice of Abortion Act. Soon, abortion will be performed on girls without their parents ever knowing. What are we going to do about it? Join thousands at the March for Life Chicago on Saturday, January 8th. Plus, the convention is back. Events include free educational sessions, youth rally, diaper drive, mass for life, and banquet. To register, find a group, or to get special rates, go to marchforlifechicago.org. That's marchforlifechicago.org. The voiceless need a voice. March for babies. March for women. March for life. This is WSFI Spotlight, a conversation with Catholics living in the light. Well, hello and welcome to this special episode of WSFI Spotlight. I'm your host, Angela Tomlinson, and you've just been listening about the March for Life Chicago. And with me on the line right now is Kevin Grillo. Kevin is the director of March for Life Chicago and so much more. So welcome to the show, Kevin. Angela, thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be able to talk about the good work of the March for Life Chicago. And we're excited for all the things that you're doing here in Chicago. For those of you who aren't familiar with Kevin, he's an innovative pro-life leader, and he has a history of overcoming massive obstacles and challenging environments to build this culture of life. When he was a college student, Kevin led fellow students to create an endowment for pregnant and parenting students, which even today disperses over $10,000 a year in annual aid. Then Kevin joined We Dignify, and became its first campus mentor. Now there are hundreds of students that have been transformed into pro-life leaders through the Campus Mentor Program, which provides excellent pro-life education on campus. Since 2013, Kevin has played an integral role in the March for Life Chicago's massive growth of attendees, and it's spread throughout the Midwest. In the last three years, Kevin's courageous pro-life leadership brought forth the convention in 2020, the Midwest tour in 2021, and now we're bringing back the March to Life in Chicago in 2022. He has a degree from St. Louis University, a certificate from the Vita Institute at the University of Notre Dame, and a certificate in nonprofit management from Duke University. As executive director of We Dignify, he is proud to direct both the We Dignify campus programs and the March for Life Chicago. So Kevin, I think God put you in this day and this time for us to make sure that we have a March for Life in Chicago. Why is that so important? Oh, this is, I mean, in Illinois, in your community, in the nation, standing up for the, the voiceless is so important every day. So just to gather outside and, and to be a physical representation of the lives that aren't there. You know, I, this, one of the beautiful things about the March for Life Chicago and the, all the pro-life effort is that People are marching for other people. Often you'll see, and when you look back about this march or that protest or things like that, people will be protesting for themselves. This is people standing up for other people. It's an incredible sacrifice. And, you know, you got, Angela, you got to love pro-lifers because it doesn't matter the temperature outside. We're coming out. <laughs> it, it, every year in January, it's, it's something that is incredible to see so many people witness. But we're doing it in the 
when you look at Chicago, why does Chicago need this? It's becoming, quickly becoming the abortion capital of the Midwest. Yes, indeed. And so the, the rates of abortions have really increased. And really what's happened also, I mean, there are more abortions that happen in Cook County than in Wisconsin, Iowa, Indiana, and Missouri combined. Mm. Staggering. I think I saw a billboard, Kevin, that Planned Parenthood might have taken out, attracting some of the states that are closing down on abortion and narrowing it. For some reason, they seem to think Illinois is a friendly place for them. Why is that? Well, our Midwest neighbors know when the value of life. They know the scientific evidence that shows life begins at the moment of conception, and they protect that life. In the meantime, Illinois lobbyists and legislatures have, especially in the last five years, changed a tremendous amount of laws. So now in Illinois, you can have an abortion up to the moment of birth for any reason. A couple years ago, when um, the law was changed to make taxpayers started paying for abortions on Medicaid. And when that happened, then people became incentivized to come to Illinois for this. We'll do it at any point in time. Don't worry about the regulations that are in place in your state. Just come up here. There really are no regulations, and we'll pay for it. So the five years ago, the number of residents from different states coming to Illinois for abortions was around 3,500. Five years later, that number has doubled, and then some. And it's really, Angela, it's becoming even harder to attract or track because when the governor changed, the governor signed into the Reproductive Health Act, uh, what Governor Pritzker did with that was repeal most regulations on abortion clinics, including a lot of reporting regulations. So the data we have to go off of, the most recent data, is in 2019. It used to be that the Illinois Department of Health would post a breakdown of the demographics and the locations and and much more no- data on where the abortions were happening in Illinois. With a change in the law, all they reported was in one April Chicago Tribune piece was quoted on the total amount of abortions and the abortions from out of state. And that's it. Wow. So the data is going away while the numbers are driving up. That's why it's so important for us to show up this Saturday, isn't it? Absolutely. If you, The thing is, if you just let this go by, if you say, well, Illinois is bad or this is bad, but it's always been bad, no, it's getting worse. And soon it's drawing people. Not, it is not just hurting people in Chicago. This is not just people hurting people in Illinois. Now this is hurting people from all over the Midwest. And, so and when that's you stand the- up, I mean, you stand up for Midwestern lives, not just Chicago lives, not just Illinois lives. Midwestern lives are at stake. Yeah, I'm just looking about um, some of the notes in your website that this year's focus is to save Midwestern lives at this March for Chicago. Talk a little bit about the groups that you expect to show up on Saturday. Oh, we're thrilled. I mean, we have groups coming from, I've registered, one is actually in Sioux City, Iowa. Angela, have you ever been out there before? No. (laughs) (laughs) No? Well, the directions are pretty easy. Get on Interstate 80 and drive 500 miles west. <laughs> and 
If you cross into Nebraska, you've gone just a mile too far. Wow. And that's it. Wow. So we have, I mean, they're coming over from there. We have people coming from Michigan. We have a group coming. Wisconsin Right to Life is, is bringing buses down. There's a large group coming from Missouri. And, of course, Indiana and Iowa and Illinois have, have a strong presence in coming. So we have this, when we talk about reaching out, it was it's pretty wild. Uh, my team called <laughs> over 1,700 churches Wow! in the Midwest just this summer. That is so impressive. Thanks. I mean, churches. it's it's one of those we we see it and we want everyone to see because it it's you can tell Governor Pritzker signed this parental notification repeal right before Christmas. He wasn't proud of it. He was trying to bury it. He did it on a Friday and tried to bury it so no one would notice, like because it's so extreme. But if we don't wake up and and listen and educate others around us, then it'll just keep getting more and more extreme. I, quite frankly, I, as a as a parent of three, I have a daughter, and I'm I'm disgusted that the government is driving a wedge in between parents and their children. This is a time when we should be keeping families together, and supporting them and bringing them up together. And I know, and you know, well, like parents are the primary educators of their children, so to get in between that is a terrible state to be in. So we're calling on the entire Midwest to join us in Chicago because this is where clearly where the message needs to be heard. Mm-hmm. Walk us through what that day will look like on Saturday. I can't believe it's just a few days away. It just yeah, seems like are. it's before Christmas, you know, we're focused on Christmas and all of a sudden, bingo, it's in a couple of days. So what's it yeah, going to be like are, on Saturday? We're moments away in oh, my time. Oh, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I can, and, and maybe you're experiencing whiplash from, uh, you know, it was just Christmas, it was New Year's, and then boom, yep. it's here. You betcha. The 8th is coming. So that morning, people are coming to the Hilton on 720 South Michigan Avenue, which is a site of the convention, which is open all day long and packed with a lot of great events. So you... You can grab your coffee. Things open at 8 a.m. And we have exhibitors with several great pro-life organizations. WSFI will be there and the Expo. Yeah. Yeah. There's going to be thousands of people walking through throughout the day, but you can walk through the Expo and meet all these great organizations. And when you do come down, be sure to bring a box of diapers or two because we're doing a massive diaper drive. How many did you raise last year, Kevin? I hope we had the same. I mean, we had a tremendous outpouring of diapers. It was it was massive last year with over 156,000 diapers donated. Wow. <laughs> and we did it over the course of four weeks. So I'm hoping our biggest stop on that tour was in Chicago when residents brought out, donated 50,000 diapers that day. So I'm hopeful. Our goal is to raise 5,695 boxes of diapers this year we translated from diaper individual diapers count <laughs> it's a lot of diapers it's a lot of babies <laughs> boxes yeah uh, because one a clear way we can work towards solving the problem is helping support those who are choosing life and the pro-life movement does an incredible job of doing that so we want to fill the pregnancy resource centers up with diapers so they can use them throughout the year to help any mom in need we should, we'll all so, bring diapers on Saturday. So the doors yep. open at 8, and then what happens? There's a youth rally that starts at 9. That There is 
educational breakout sessions that you can drop into it that start at 9, 10, and 11. And then the people are grabbing a lunch on their way, whether they, and then heading over because the convention portion closes or pauses at 12:30, and then everyone heads over to the Federal Plaza as a location for the rally, which starts right at one. But really, there's a lot of activity happening. People will be arriving probably around noon for that. There is actually our very own Pat McCaskey will have a poem that day at the rally, and that will kick things off. The program is stacked full of great speakers. Representative Avery Bourne from south of Springfield is coming up. We, she, You may have seen some of her speeches against parental notification or against the Reproductive Health Act. She's a, a great advocate for life. Uh, we're excited to bring in Kelly Doerr, who is the founder of the National Human Trafficking Survivor Coalition. So she experienced human trafficking, got out of it, is working with lots of other people who have been trafficked, and she's going to talk about the dangers, essentially, of how abortion can enable human trafficking. And so her wisdom and her her education can help tee you up on how we can respond in Illinois. And then Pastor Chris Butler is coming. from. Uh, he's a senior pastor of the Chicago Embassy Church, an executive leader with the AND campaign. Sister Alicia Torres, who is a Franciscan of the Eucharist in Chicago. And, of course, she is at the great mission of Our Lady of the Angels over on the west side. Angel, I don't know if you saw, Did you? are you a fan of Chopped? Uh-huh. She was the 2015 winner of Chopped, actually. Really? She went on the show and won. Did you, really? Did you know that? No, yeah. I didn't yeah. know that. So she is. Yeah, along with several other speakers that like these are on the website, but that's there are several speakers, but they have all been advised for a very short amount of time because while it's going to be a balmy 35 degrees outside, we don't want to we we have some marching to do. That, so so how march, far do we march? 1.2 miles. I can do that. Yeah, it's not a it's a pretty workable amount. The the route will be released in a couple of days, a specific route, but it will go from Federal Plaza. It's going to come down Michigan Avenue, and so it'll be a very prominent visibility point for thousands of people to be raising their pro-life message and, and the voices off of skyscrapers in a very visible place. And that ends back at the convention at the Hilton on 720 South Michigan Avenue. And that is where then there's Mass for Life that evening, the exhibit, expo comes through so we're prepared for thousands of people to enter into the convention and throughout it that evening so you have a mass for life you have an expo if you're still carrying your diapers around you should probably <laughs> drop them off then <laughs> at the expo there is a banquet that evening which we've reworked some of the programming for and so it is a jam-packed day yeah several people have actually taken advantage of the hotel's rate they have a very cheap room rate rental rate seeing friday or saturday night as well yes and kevin we're just going to take a quick break and we'll be right back if you're just tuning in you're listening to kevin grillo the director of the march for life chicago in 2019 illinois performed more abortions than each of its neighboring states combined the illinois abortion industry now preys on women and girls not just from illinois but across the midwest 
What are we going to do about it? Join thousands at the March for Life Chicago on Saturday, January 8th. Plus, the convention is back. Events include free educational sessions, youth rally, diaper drive, mass for life, and banquet. To register, find a group, or to get special rates, go to marchforlifechicago.org. That's marchforlifechicago.org. The voiceless need a voice. March for babies, march for women, march for life. Want an example of a false sense of security? How about relying on the life insurance you get through work to pay for all of your final expenses? Do you have plans to retire someday? Or do you plan on working for that company for the rest of your life? The fact is, you may lose your life insurance when you leave a company. I'm Matt Tomlinson from Catholic Financial Life, and I invite you to share your hopes and dreams with me. To discuss your options for protecting your family, call me at 847-548-MATT. That's 847-548-6288. Products and services not available in all states. And ladies and gentlemen, we're just returning now to the WSFI Spotlight Program. I'm your host, Angela Tomlinson, and with me is Kevin Grillo. Kevin is the director for the March for Life Chicago, and we're talking about this Saturday, January 8th, as the annual March for Life in Chicago. And before the break, Kevin was giving us kind of an overview of what the day would look like. And we cut you off right when you were talking about the good part, which is the food, Kevin. <laughs> that's oh, what worked banquet. so hard. No. Yeah, you've cold. Angela, and if that's the only reason you're coming, <laughs> I think we need to talk more. I'm Italian, Kevin. We love the food. Oh, okay, all right. Well, it's, it's kind of like you've had a wonderful day and you get a chance to meet all these great pro-lifers and you build friendships there, don't you? You do, and that's one of the beautiful things about the banquet and about being able to connect because outside it's it's hard to, you know, meet these great people, and there are top leaders in the pro-life movement that are going to be there, and you can really connect with some very inspiring and encouraging people. And I, I think sometimes I was listening at the beginning when you were reading the bio, and I was like, man, who is that guy? That sounds pretty great. So yeah. I appreciate <laughs> Thank you for going through that, but I also – there is, and maybe you felt this at different times, a desire to be around people that agree with you and that affirm the value of every human life. And so uh, that Saturday evening is an incredible opportunity to be able to do that, recharge, warm up. It's inside, so it'll be a little warmer. You know, you're, by that time, hopefully your your hands, uh, you got feeling in back in your fingers and you're ready to go. And, and we've been able to rework some things to, to navigate some challenges in the last couple of weeks, too, with a banquet. Yeah, talk a little bit about that, Kevin, and the curveball that got thrown at you this Yeah, this I think curveball is a great word, Angela. That's what we've been using for it. Uh, right before uh, the, if, if you're not familiar, right before the Christmas, actually, uh, Mayor introduced a an order for indoor, it's a proof of vaccination order indoor dining, indoor entertainment, and indoor fitness. And since we're doing our fitness outside on that 1.2-mile walk, it doesn't yes. apply for the outside. For the, this doesn't affect the rally. It doesn't affect the march. And actually, we've been able to wor- rework some things. So it, there's, it doesn't affect the education in the morning Saturday. It doesn't affect the expo at all. It doesn't affect the diaper drive, the youth rally, the mass, none of those events. But food and beverage is being served at the banquet. So originally we had a cocktail hour, then we had program and a dinner all together. Now with this curveball, we 
basically wanted to make, we did not want to limit how many people could hear the pro-life message and how many people could connect with great other individuals. As you had pointed out, it's, it's so nice on a Saturday night to be mm. able to do that after marching. So the banquet, now the evening after mass, we are, anyone who has a, a banquet ticket is able to attend the general reception or the VIP reception. Those do not have food or beverage in them. So there's no screening or anything like that. There is a program that is occurring from six to seven, which also includes no screening, but it's all the great speakers that we had for the banquet program just happening. And then food, the dinner portion is happening at seven. And there are two options for anyone with that. You can either uh, have a seated dinner and there's a hosted bar during that time that that the hotel Hilton will be screening for vaccinations or exemptions. And and I just want to jump in there, Kevin, because that that piece, um, it actually was a relief for me personally because I didn't realize that if we could, you know, I think it was medical exemption or religious exemption. Is is that what they'll accept? Yeah, so the order... um, Unless you're a performing artist. I don't know if you're a performing artist. No. Well, so there are exemptions that were written in the city of Chicago's order. One of them is for religious or medical exemptions. And within the requirement to qualify for that, um, it requires a COVID-19 test within 72 hours of the event. And the Hilton will be looking for, on the medical one, a note from a doctor or medical professional, and then on the religious exemption, that would be a note from a pastor, priest. Actually, the Hilton said pastor, priest, etc. cetera. Et cetera. <laughs> I don't know Spiritual who, friend. Who, who qualifies for et cetera, but that is the, the option with the exemption there. So anyone who wants to go, if, you, if you'd like to go to the sit-down dinner, you can still do that, provided, number one, you have a COVID test, no matter what exemption you have, and you have some form of exemption. Is that correct? Yeah, the, the COVID test has to be within 72 hours. Mm-hmm. So that would be what day? By Wednesday? Wednesday would be the earliest that that accepted? I'm just trying to do the math here. Yeah, it's a good Friday, Saturday. You know, working backwards, right? It's Saturday. Yeah. So one day back was Friday, two days back is Thursday. Three days back is Wednesday. Yeah, which is tomorrow. Right. So they could <laughs> tomorrow start, evening. Yeah. So they could start now. Well, I don't know. I don't mean to put you on the spot here, but <laughs> would hate to have someone drive down there and find out that I, <laughs> I didn't give them the right information. So, I'm just wondering. Like I've taken home COVID tests. Does it have to be from a facility? Do you know? It does. the The order requires a medical professional to administer the test. Okay. So a home would not qualify okay. unless uh, you happen to be living with someone who is a medical professional. And then you'd be all set. There you go. <laughs> and then, yes. But they'll be looking for probably some documentation on results for that, and then a and this is and then the the letter from either medical professional or religious. Okay. And so those two things, yeah, yeah. We have been working very hard. I mean, this was announced as you could imagine. Right before Christmas, it's a little bit of a busy time. Yes, with three kids. Yeah, three yeah. kids. Well, yeah, I mean, for, yeah, <laughs> right. It's a great time, right? Jesus is coming. Yes. But the 
when it was announced on the 22nd, we've been calling and working and trying to figure things out with the Hilton because the way it's written, it's up to the establishment that Hilton to determine and give the city a plan and a procedure on how they're enforcing the city's order. So we didn't hear back about the exemption until Friday on December 31st uh, after 4.30 p.m. So this is is hot off the press pretty quick here (laughs) that you are getting it. But it does allow enough time, I mean, for... Uh, because it, it's still 72 hours out, so after Wednesday evening, and then the letter, of course. So they have, there is an avenue there, but again, I mean, there's a seated option when you register for the banquet, but there's also a um, packaged meal and a special gift. So how does that if, work, Kevin? Yeah, so when you register, you can pick either you want to do the seated dinner and the cocktail hour, or you can pick the, the packaged meal. Both meals are the same. Oh, so whether you get, I mean, it's the same meal. The packaged meal is still made by the same chef, still made from you know from the Hilton and downtown. And then we are actually including a special gift and a, a nice bag that I think my parents are about to be packaging soon. Or you know, there's different <laughs> people are putting together right now for anyone who chooses that option because we realize this is not what we anticipated. This was certainly not our plan for the banquet. Uh, but we want to make the the best experience for anyone in that avenue. And you can enjoy that packaged meal like in a public space within the hotel. If you're staying at the hotel, you can, there are lots of options there. Or if you're taking it to go, you can do that. Mm-hmm. So you got, are, some, you got some great rates from the hotel. I think it was $99 a night for uh, Friday and Saturday. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. We were very excited about it. Under $99 is... For you can have a view of the lake for $99. So yeah. it's pretty great to be right there on Michigan Avenue and unique yeah. opportunity with it. And, you know, we uh, broadcast, Kevin, through many, many states, Indiana, Iowa, and Michigan. So if you're in one of those states and you're looking for a good reason to come to Chicago, this might be the weekend. That's where Al Capone, I think that Michigan Ave Hilton, was that the one where Al, where Al Capone would stay? And I think they did a scene in one of the movies there. So oh, I, well, I, did you, you know, that? know a little bit more about Al Capone than I do. The only reason <laughs> I, I do is I'm a transplant from Boston, and my, when my <laughs> husband took me here, that was that was part of the tour of Chicago, was the Al Capone <laughs> tour, and he said, yeah, see here, the stairway, this is where they were. It's a great hotel. It's a beautiful, beautiful choice. Oh, and it's, it's actually, we outgrew, in 2020 when we did this, we outgrew, we were at the Congress Plaza, but there were too many people trying to get in wow. after, and so we needed a bigger place. And the Hilton is the third largest place in Chicago for a convention center. Yeah. And multiple, many presidents have had events there throughout the years. It is a well-known and really prominent opportunity to be in. You know, I think I saw a video of you uh, when I was cruising. It, was, it might have been your Facebook page. And you were there showing it was in the Hilton Hotel? Yes. Yep. I was there. We, we've been there a couple different times and preparing for this because, uh, there, you know, we have multiple educational breakouts occurring at the same time. We have multiple rooms. There's so many ways to learn really important things. Yes. Whether you're, a, I mean, whether you got kids who are in high school, there are, that youth group or youth rally is going to be very educational. It has a Dr. Steve Jacobs who holds degrees from Northwestern and from University of Chicago is going to be speaking. 
at the youth rally, but then anyone can hear him speak also uh, that at 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock about the law, Illinois' law, and how it impacts the entire Midwest. Bob Gilligan from the Catholic Conference of Illinois is going to be talking about what parents need to know with Illinois' sex ed law that goes into effect in later this year. And there's talks by Amy Gerke and Savannah Dudzik of Illinois Right to Life about parental notifications repeal. You can learn about the abortion pill reversal by Dr. Francis. She's a board president of the American Association of the Pro-Life OBGYNs. And also, I'd mentioned her earlier, she's one of the keynote speaker, Kelly Dorr, We'll be talking about sex trafficking's ties to the abortion industry. And, you know, this is all free of charge. That's what yes. blew me away because some of the people here at WSFI and some of our listeners were wondering how much it would cost to go to the convention. So I looked up to see how much the tickets were. And you said, no, just pre-register. It's so important that our team works really hard to get people to underwrite this and to sponsor and be involved in it because we want everyone to know this information. It's such important information. So, yeah, you're right. It's, we have made it free. We have made it, all these speakers available in the morning. So we really, if you're in the Chicago area, if you're, I mean, if you're wondering what to do on Saturday morning, these great speakers, I mean, prominent speakers are going to be delivering incredible information, as you said, for free. And so it just takes a registration, which you can do at org on the homepage, and you just fill out a simple form to register, and that gets you into all the educational breakouts that you can handle. Now, as a note, you can't sign up for every educational breakout slot. So there are three options at 9 o'clock. You cannot do all three options. You can only be in one place. One place at one time. But I thought I saw it, um, at least the preliminary one, they kind of repeated a different hour so you could go to one. I don't know if it changed since then, but... You could no, get, you're right. Yeah. There are multiple options to hear about uh, parental notification and abortion pill. Uh, like the parental notification of abortion repeal, there are multiple options on that. There are multiple on Illinois abortions law and how that impacts the entire Midwest. There are a couple that are only offered for one one hour. So go to those first, and then go to the go to the <laughs> yeah. other ones. Kevin, what type of people go? I, I have never been to a March for Life. I'm, I'm sorry to say that. I've watched <gasps> it on TV. Are when we about they, to change this, Angela? It is. is this, it's an historic is... moment in the Frizzoli family because all my family always go to March for Life in Massachusetts and New Hampshire. And I was kind of the holdout because I'm not a big crowd person. But I'm so excited that I'm going this year. Tell me what I can expect. What's that crowd going to look like? Are they older people, younger people? What? You got it. This has run the gamut. Because the convention is free, families come. You know, we learned uh, the culture of life is built by people of all ages, and you're going to see a really diverse age range, different populations of people coming. But so we've had strollers coming on through. Mm. We've had older couples coming on through, and I uh, there's there's college students. Our, we identify as college students will be working a lot of the convention to help guide people and navigate people through it with us so you'll see college students high school students a lot of families have been registering for the convention and you know you'll see like oh he's 13 he this this person's 15 this person's you know they, they register their five kids and they're coming as well because we have there's offerings for the different ages 
Um, so it's really, I, I wish I could tell you, Angela, that it can be just this person, but it's, it's not. It's The beauty of it is that there are people across the age spectrum that recognize that life should be valued from the moment of conception how old were all you the way you, through. How old were you when you got involved in the Right to Life movement? You know, it's a little generous to say that I got involved versus my mom got me involved. Ah, <laughs> that's the way it should be. The parents get them started young. <laughs> I was voluntold pretty oh. early on. And, and for me, it was my mom always does a baby food drive every year. Wow. And she asked for over 40 years. I was wow. just in the car with her yesterday, and she was working on coordinating one for this year. And at the time, it meant I got out of a day for school I got to go out to eat because I was carrying all the baby formula into the pregnancy resource center and that got me started early on but I think what's been beautiful I'm, I'm so excited that you're coming and while some people say oh I've been coming for you know decades and years and it's, it's awesome and we love the long-term support that so many people have dedicated their lives to doing this but I also love about the March Fire Chicago is so unique because of the joyful spirit of it. Because while we recognize we're in such a despairing location, we also know that we're bringing forth such hope for life. And so it attracts and has attracted so many people who are just jumping into the movement for the first time. Mm-hmm. So if you're like Angela and listening at home and you're like, oh, I, my friends have or my family did, but I haven't, I'm not sure. There's so many different entry points. And there's so many people, pro-lifers are pretty great. I got to tell you, Angela, like people who love life are great to be around. And there's so many people drawn into this March for Life Chicago because of that energy. So you're going to experience some energy. You're going to experience yeah. excitement. There might be some drums playing as we march. There might, you might be hearing some, some chants. You might be hearing some prayers as we go through. There, it, It's really jam-packed in a way that knows because we're we're leading we're uniting around this together to lead illinois towards a better and much brighter way and it spans different religions doesn't it i always thought the catholics do i think take a leadership role but it does it it touches on other faiths tell us a little bit about that yeah even if you i mean you're absolutely right catholics have been dedicated and an incredible witness but if you look at different speakers for example Patrick Chris Butler of the Chicago Embassy Church is looking at different involvement there. Reverend Dr. Matthew Harrison, he's the president of the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod, who has long been an advocate for life, and the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod has lots of people coming for it this year. They're major support for it. So we're we're starting to see the more we reach out, the more people are joining in. So it's it's not just a Catholic thing by any means, mm-hmm. because the human rights issue applies to everyone. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about you and your mother, and you also had shared with me earlier uh, before today a story about, now last year you were driving around in a van with your dad, so you're like a whole pro-life family. Tell us about that, <laughs> tell us about that little adventure that you had in your family. <laughs> you know what? That is absolutely true. We were, we did not anticipate, but when... When things shut down last year, we knew the pro-life message couldn't get shut down, so we pivoted from doing a march to taking the, the the march on tour, and we did car processions at six different stops across the Midwest. And to help make that happen, my dad jumped in a van with me, and we put 
put 3,000 miles on this Ford Transit van. Got real f- familiar with it. 3,000 <laughs> uh, miles in January. Yes. How was and the by weather? by God's grace, we were safe along the drive. I mean, it started with an ice storm. <laughs> it ended with snow. This was... Uh, you got, God bless the people in Wisconsin when we were collecting diapers up there at their stop. It had just dumped four or five inches of snow the night before. But they're so used to it. I mean, their volunteers brought sleds. So you had kids pulling boxes of diapers on sleds. Really? Through a convention parking lot. Wow. And wow. It, we weren't going to... That's, I mean, you find a way, right? And you follow that that call, and you find ways that you're being led and open to the Spirit moving. And that's something my parents instilled in me and something that faith has led me to and continues to lead me and in the March of Chicago as a whole. Wow, that is, that's a great story. It's just, I, I know that you also were here at Carmel Catholic High School and I don't know if it's Munderline or Libertyville, right on the border there. And that was so phenomenal because I was watching you on Facebook and the just the visual of the people who, who showed up, all the cars that showed up, all the diapers that you had st- stacked on the stage and the camaraderie, like you said, the camaraderie and that wonderful spirit that you're not going to let this thing go down without a huge fight. And just the motley crew. I mean, I was surprised how many young people were there. I know it was at a high school. But they really believe in this pro-life message. And, oh, yeah. And there's and a great to... group of seminarians that came over yeah. for that. Carmel was great for hosting it because after we had to ask them, hey, can you also, like, store these diapers because all the, like... Eight for women can't fit them in their cars. There's too many of them. (laughs) And so they were great about, oh, yeah, they can come back and pick them up. And and they brought them inside. And you're right. We didn't know what to do with the diaper. They just kept piling up. They just kept coming. Yeah, they just kept coming. And I think that some people went caravaned over to pray outside the new abortion facility in Waukegan, Illinois, afterwards, which I... We were reporting on it, and they were saying how beautiful it was. So God has really, Kevin, when I think about I'm looking at this, you look at the handwriting of God in your life and how we put these insurmountable obstacles in front of you from everything shutting down from COVID. Well, we'll just take it on the road. And then this year, right before you get that bomb dropped on you about city of Chicago. And, and you know what? You've done a masterful. I have to say you and your group, Anna and Caitlin, what a masterful job you've done. There's three of you that do this, right, full time? Not, not well, even no, we have a couple other team members, Maria and Sarah, who also work on the student side a lot with mentoring. Yeah. So What's don't want to leave them out because no. we have all been, and and it's really united the team to try and find and overcome these obstacles because the important thing is we get this message out. And so we're going to find a way. So I appreciate you. Rec- yeah, we have, I don't know what's coming in the next couple of days, Angela, but I can tell you we're going to find a way to keep getting this message the people that need to hear it well you have the whole armor of god on you you know the spirituality of the team that you've assembled there i think that prayer power that the pro-life people lift lift up to god i know i know he's listening and i know it's a cause close to his heart so i'm just hoping and praying now that if you're listening to this program that you come to chicago come on saturday there's no reason in the world why you can't come there and join us on this Saturday. Let's do a quick rundown before we sign off, Kevin, because we go off the air in five minutes in WNDZ. So let's do the quick rundown and where they can get more information. Absolutely. org 
is going to have all this information. There's a schedule. There's a banquet information. There's how to register, but that's all at marchforlifechicago.org. So when I ran through all the speakers or I ran through all the events or if you want more on the educational breakouts, that's all marchforlifechicago.org. And if you want to tune in virtually, you can also check out March for Life Chicago's Facebook page. Well, we're going to cut off now, Kevin. You've been a wonderful, wonderful guest. I'm just happy to know you and the wonderful group you've assembled. That's Kevin Grelio. He is the director of the March for Life Chicago. You can come and meet him on Saturday, January 8th at the Hilton Hotel, and you can go to marchforlifechicago.org for more information. Thanks so much, Angela. Thank you, Kevin. God bless you, and we'll see you Saturday, if not before. This has been WSFI Spotlight. For more information on this or any other program, email info at wsfiradio.org.